So before we get started, I want to tell you about the best thing that has happened to the podcasting world, and that is Anchor. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all, it's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use. And now, Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means you get paid to podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. You can go to anchor.fm slash start and join me and the diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. You can even find it on the App Store of any iPhone or Android. The app is called Anchor. That's A-N-C-H-O-R. Five, four, three, two, one. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> How you doing, Trixie? Good. How are you? I've been good. Um, I've seen I'm you've been busy. Time. <laughs> I I know, man. Uh, it's life, man. We've. I know you've been busy. I've been busy. Um, yeah. I'm so excited about all the stuff that you've been doing. Thank you. It, I mean, it, I, I was so surprised that you you start something for yourself, and I'm, I'm so glad you're doing this and. You know, I uh, hope you're enjoying yourself. You achieve oh, yeah. all things you want. Yeah, you I mean, it's just like a. I feel like I have to do it. If I don't, like, I don't know. It's that kind of thing where it's like you know something that you're passionate about, and if you mm-hmm. don't, if you don't do it, then you kind of just feel. Yeah. Empty. yeah. Yeah, you have to use your like creative energy, like yeah. Exactly, and just and follow it. And I, th- I know, I mean, I've kind of always done that. And it's always like, I've always had so many different things that I like to do. But I mm-hmm. feel like it's important right now to just kind of hone in and focus on one thing and see how far I can go with it. Yeah. 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 Like, same, same as me and then, and, and Kwan, you know, mm-hmm. we will always just try it out because we, we love to do what we love to do, you know? Mm-hmm. And yeah. it happens, happens, you know, whatever. Yeah, but sometimes sometimes it doesn't go exactly how you thought it was going to go. But, I mean, that's okay. It's kind of just rolling with the punches and learning as you go and learning what feels good to you and what feels right for you. And it's just part of the process. It's it's life. It's learning. It's it's beautiful if as long as you can accept the fact that whether you're losing or winning like it's beautiful either way i feel like once you accept that fact then all doors are open like all possibilities open up yeah you enjoy your life much much more absolutely so um for uh people who don't know who you are why don't you just kind of um I do want to talk about kind of like your backstory and where you come from and where you are now. So just kind of introduce yourself and start from the beginning. Okay. Well, so uh, for those that don't know me, my name is Trixie. I'm a Vietnamese uh, born and raised. My Vietnamese name is Than, or if you say it in like a Vietnamese way, Than sounds very much different. But yeah, that that's where I'm from I grew up in Vietnam I came here when I was 17 2008 and uh you know uh, I would say for my life I've always been like kind of 
flowing with the wave, you know, whatever mm-hmm. life gives me, I just kind of follow it. But then I've always had um, the passion and the love for music. Uh, I ever since I was like three year old, I've been I'd be singing karaoke, like I'd be singing songs that I don't even know the words, but mm-hmm. I remember. But yeah, so that's how I knew. You were singing, I'm... were you singing English songs? Well, in Vietnam now, but uh, not all, all the way until maybe I was like in middle school. Because mm-hmm. like my dad, he has, he's also a, a, a singer, songwriter. Uh, he has great taste in music. So he gave us you know, like he bought us like English music as well. Mm-hmm. And then that's how I kind of got in touch with English music. But, and, you know, always like uh, back in the day, we started out with like Celine Dion's Britney Spears was like one of my great, oh, yeah. great idols. And, oh, yeah. You know, Michael Jackson. And that's what I listened to. A lot of pop, a lot of American pop uh, music, yeah, and which what was a- it was <laughs> it was a good time to be alive. You know, wow. like it was it was music was exploding out of America at that time. And like the pop culture was just, I, I mean, yes. it was exciting for. Oh, America. For, yep. for, yeah. I mean, even just like being an American myself and being young at that time and watching pop culture explode the way it did and going global, it was exciting even as an American. So I can't imagine how exciting it was for you to receive that music overseas in Vietnam yeah it was it was so different it was just like I don't know it's it was so exciting and it always like make you so happy and you just want to dance like Mm -hmm. you know all those Michael Jackson songs and you know uh uh, that song remember the time like that was one of my favorite uh MVs like music videos it was so like magical and mm-hmm. it's like kind of sprinkles all of that like magical touch about music on me. You and know? even and even like the philosophy behind that song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, did you did you um, take vocal lessons? I mean, I I maybe you know some people did who don't know you haven't heard you sing, but it's magical. You know, like I've seen you perform live. I've heard many of your recordings and everything and it's it's so good did you did you take vocal lessons or was it just being raised by your father who was a singer-songwriter yeah I just kind of because uh when I was a kid uh my family's we we're kind of catholic right Mm -hmm. so we go to church a lot I used to go to church like almost every single day almost every single day it's kind of crazy but i love to collect those little tickets after church just Mm -hmm. so i can go to the pool at the church and i love to uh kind of attend those uh choir classes in church Mm -hmm. Uh, they don't really teach you anything but you kind of sing along and if you're good they kind of let you be in the choir Mm -hmm. you know so i kind of attend once in a while and it i kind of pick pick up here and there the techniques Mm -hmm. and because i already have the love for music so keep on practicing was the key. Right. Yeah, that's uh that's really interesting. Um sorry. Um that's really interesting because I mean just the fact that you mentioned going to church so much while you're in Vietnam. And that's something that I'm personally I mean, I know that you have a very strong spiritual 
awareness and I do too. And we've kind of talked about that um, a little bit, but I wasn't aware that is Christianity very popular in Vietnam? Oh yeah. Cause you know, after the war, mm-hmm. so America, they, they, I mean, I might, I, I'm, I might be wrong. Okay. But America brought Christianity and Catholic and all that mm-hmm. into Vietnam because of, you know, after World War II or something. So yeah. we started having like churches everywhere. Uh-huh. And I don't know how, I don't know how it got into the family, but you know, the war was like between the South and the North and then people moving from the North to the South and they kind of changed religion and just, it was a lot of mess, but I just kind of, I, I just knew that I grew up in church because mm-hmm. I, I think I think that my dad uh they you know my dad and my family put us into church is because church they do have a good system right well and even the the moral philosophy behind like Christianity is is something that means a lot to me I don't necessarily practice Christianity or anything but the the moral philosophy behind it I think um reaches out to, to everybody and, and even um, Jesus and his teachings, they're great to, to kind of just model your life around. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, if you could be somebody like that, somebody so whole and spiritually sound, I feel like that's something you would want to gravitate towards. Yeah. What was the, um, what was the, the prevalent, um, spiritual belief in Vietnam before Christianity came. Do you know? I would say it was mostly Buddhism. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's still like, you know, I I don't know how many percent, but they are both like those two are the most popular in Vietnam. Right. Just Buddhism and Catholic. I would say more and more yeah. of Catholic instead of Christianity. Right, right, and I think that. Um, I think uh, the teachings of Jesus and Buddha have a lot in common. And so that might have been, um, of course, when Western civilization spreads itself out into the world, they're bringing uh, the gospel of Jesus with them. And that's, I'm sure they brought that to Vietnam when they came. But I think the way that they, converted people in Vietnam so easily might have been because a lot of Jesus's teachings were so close to Buddha's teachings. And I, I personally, um, you know, growing up in America and also growing up in Texas, there's churches everywhere. I grew up as uh, a Baptist Christian raised in that kind of uh, environment but as I grew up and I started studying other religions, um, Buddhism and Hinduism mean a lot to me. And a lot mm-hmm. of the philosophy there, um, mm-hmm. I, I see Buddha and the Christ as one in the same. I almost, I mean, I kind of adopted that um, spiritual belief that all things are one. Yeah. 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 That's that's the same to me too. That's that's is that um 
Jesus like is a reincarnation of like a, the same model as Buddhism. Mm-hmm. Like that's what it is to me. I like, I, I believe that too. Yeah, once in a while, or you know, wherever is needed, I feel like the universe will send someone with that kind of energy down to you know to to execute or to for a certain reason. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I think that um, I think there's been many of those figures um, throughout history. And and I, you know, I worship them all. You know, I, I bow down to all of them because if if they have teachings that can help me be a better me and be a better me for myself and be a better me for the people that I love, then I want to study and I want to um, research and get to know these entities who were sent to earth, who we can learn from to be better. I I love that. And um, it's really, it's really interesting to know that like you come from a completely different side of the planet and we've both kind of found that same philosophy. I think yeah. that's beautiful. I mean, I, to me, I think it's quite simple uh, to me now that uh, since Bible, Christianity, or any kind of religion, they basically just teach you kind of similar system and model mm-hmm. is just to spread love and to share happiness and kind of be on the positive side. And I think that's, you know, if if you simplify that, like it just, it's Bible and books are just like tools. It kind of breaks down solutions so that you can read and kind of do research and so that you can find the solution for yourself. So I guess like in Buddhism, Buddha, he used to say like, no matter where or what, what kind of time, um, all solutions for you that brings the positive is still going to be a teaching. It, no, it doesn't matter what kind of re- religion that is, you yeah. know? So like, I think everything is just a tool, even money, everything is the tool and everything is basically energy, you know? So it just, uh, if you kind of grab the meaning and kind of understand that a little deeper, it's it just kind of a lot easier for you to, be like relax and flow through life yeah and also like those um those things the tools that we're given I think that you know it comes down to your own awareness of self Mm -hmm. and and the things around you is money can be evil but but money can be good you can use money for great good and it's just what kind of energy do you want to put into these things, into these mm-hmm. tools that we have, you know, when it comes to technology or, you know, it can be good or bad. What kind of energy are you putting into it? How are you using it? Same with social media. There's there's a lot of problems in social media, but are you using it for good or bad? And I, it's... um something that I hope that we can all kind of, you know, start to have these conversations, the same kind of conversation that we're having. And we can, 
learn these things together and we can grow together and we can teach each other to be more positive. Like you said, you know, it's, I think the core belief of all of these systems are love and positivity. So what, what, what would be one of the system? I mean, I I don't want you to call names. We're not going to call names here, but what would be one of the things that is kind of stuck to you that you feel like they kind of abusing it to, for an evil purpose, uh, purpose. Um, when it comes to what technology, social media, social media, um, just kind of, uh, I, I think it is because with anything, like, like you said, you know, any kind of object or tool can be used for good or bad. And there is that, um, philosophy that remains throughout history that powerful people or, um, absolute power corrupts absolutely powerful when when people gain power and this is a problem with the ego is that once the ego receives this kind of attention the kind of power it just wants more and more and more and more and that's a condition of being a human and being in this form you know outside of the spiritual realm and we are in this physical realm and we are um, we do battle with self and ego and, <laughs> and, and, and so these people who are in power and they're in that position, uh, when they control media, you know, they control corporate media when it comes to, um, the things that we see on TV or they control the narrative online and, you know, they get to say, you know, well, I don't like what you just said there. So we're going to remove you. And that's, that's dangerous, because we should be free to say and feel however we want, but they want to control narratives to get things to go their way. It's a power grab, and it's all about their ego. And, and that's, that creates a really sad state. But there's a beautiful thing, too. There's a beautiful thing that me and you can have this conversation and we can put it out. Um, There is shadow banning going on when there's like keywords talking against these figures. You can kind of, they can shadow ban you and make sure that your video is not ever seen by anybody. But we create connections. Me and you have created a connection and the people that we know, we, we have a, a group of people that we know, and we have these conversations together. And, you know, some people that you know, or can see this video, and they can learn something from it. And it's just a way of fighting back against the, the, the not so good, the, those powers that be who want to control narratives, but we can still spread love, we can still be positive, we can still build each other up, and empower each other yeah. to go come. on and do great things. Do do you believe that the judgment will come on the day that you die? Um, I think that's judgment a, means that it's gonna be like a like a physical torture and torturement, but it's more like a like a mental and visual. Mm-hmm. Visually, um, you know. I think so personally, I think that when we die, 
Um, I don't, I don't believe in a, a higher being that exists and makes judgments. Um, I think that we are all a part of a collective soul or a spirit or consciousness awareness, the permeating creative force behind everything that has ever existed there is that creative flow. It, it, it exists. It's not a person. It's just a creative flow. It's an energy. It's a, it's what we are, you know, me and you, my dog, the, the walls, all of the cells in my finger, all of the cells that create the trees, we're all a part of a collective force. And I think that our brains, we have these very advanced brains that create the experience that we experience um but that's separate from what we really are want to experience too (laughs) yeah yeah and when i think when the brain shuts down when we when we physically die i don't think that's the end of life life is always going on life is always existing and so I think that our brain receives consciousness. I don't think our brain creates consciousness. I think that consciousness is there and our brain just picks up the signal. And so when our brain shuts off, the signal is still there to be picked up by whatever might pick it up. That's my philosophy. (laughs) Yeah, it's very... It's surprising that we never talked about something like this, Mm -hmm. but your point of view is like basically very similar to mine. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So um, is there, um, is there a judgment that you feel like, I feel like the trials and tribulations that we face in life are what create a form of hell or a heaven or hell here on earth. Um, so to be more of like a honest side, and there are things that, of course, we we might not should might should not talk about because uh, that's what they say you, you shouldn't talk about if if it has to be like at the right time for you to talk about it. But mm-hmm. now let's say about a spiritual experience or like even psychedelics or uh, things in that kind of source, right? Right. Uh, I believe that the spiritual realm or like after we die, it's not like we get judgment, but our brain is also kind of like a computer Mm -hmm. that let's say that you have data that has not been clear and it has not been resolved you know problems that have has not been resolved your brain is kind of like a computer or your body or your soul your spirit whatever it has to kind of bring out that data to resolve it kind of like karmic cycles yeah Mm -hmm. but to it and it has to be like specifically based on your all emotion that you will bind onto that experience and it basically brings it out to resolve it 
So it'll, it'll give you, your brain will, that creative energy will keep flowing and it will keep creating the situation and it will create and receive consciousness that creates. Until it's resolved. And then yeah, until, do you until think you get, that. Until you, you, you get the, the lesson. Right. And that, and do you and think that that's a, like, um, that that can keep on going until you reach enlightenment? Or is there a place, is there a state that we can achieve? As soon as you get the very end consciousness, then it's already make the whole full circle and it, mm-hmm. it, and it ends right there. So the sooner you get to that point, the faster you get out of it. That kind of makes me um, just kind of going through a, a little thought experiment is that these, um, these cycles, you know, we, we're going to keep experiencing these things until we can resolve them, until we can find, like I said, enlightenment, until that we no longer have to keep going through these cycles, until we get to that final stage of awareness, of conscious love oneness being whole and so once we get to that point we might cease to be we might not ever come back to a physical form but we might remain in the spiritual realm where we are connected and we are bliss because i mean i don't Um, know about i don't know about you but i don't remember what life was like before i had a brain before I was consciously aware of life, but I rem- I mean, as far as I know, it wasn't too bad. It, it was pretty peaceful. There was no pain. There was no confusion. I didn't have to, I didn't have heartbreak. Um, and so I think that when it's all said and done, we return to a place of, of being whole and yeah. being connected and-, and being one and being at peace back home yeah 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 that's beautiful I I love that we finally like had this kind of conversation yeah it's really surprising we we haven't talked for a long time we haven't met for a long time well I mean gosh I always feel like you kind of get it you know we Mm -hmm. we kind of we we understand and we kind of yeah well I knew when I met you guys it was just you guys I I mean, there's so many people that you come across every day and you think, you know, they're, I don't know. It was just different when I met you guys. And um, unfortunately, this whole situation in the world where everybody's kind of just been split up. And right now, you know, even though we're only doing this over video, like I can't wait to finally get the studio set up and I can have you guys come over and we can sit down and have like this face-to-face conversation. And I want to come see you guys. I want to, I know the, is that, is that y'all studio? Is that where you were? Yeah, this is, uh, this is Kwang's uh, office room. Uh huh. Yeah. His studio, his office. I like the vibe. Hey. I know he, I know he's been working hard in there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so what, 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 um, what else have you been up to? Uh, I mean, 
I, so, so beside beside music, so mm-hmm. you know, you, you you know, we you know me, we had a little little music going on, and I mean, I kind of put music on the side because I had to, you know, because it's life. We do have we adults, we have responsibilities. So uh, I've been. Uh, you know, in the past over four years, I've been working for a law firm, like a family law firm. We deal with uh, we deal with immigration work, divorce, sorry, auto accidents, stuff like that. But mm-hmm. I recently switched back to uh, uh, being a real estate agent. I've been I've been doing this for since 2015, but then I've always been doing it part time. But now I kind of fully and wanted to dedicate my time for that more, you know, because mm-hmm. real estate is something I, I do enjoy. Yeah, right. I love meeting people. I love, um, you know, looking at nice houses. I love learning things when, you know, about flipping, fixing houses, decorating it, like all about it is really fun to me because like my house I, I do decorate the whole thing I kind of design I kind of yeah yeah okay so like I I love it you know so I I like I um I think you know probably for you is just even getting to help people like help families find their home and where they yeah. want to raise their kids like that has to feel really good yeah yeah Every time when, uh, you know, we close the deal and they receive their house and they are all excited and I get the chance to kind of explain to them more about, you know, houses, why buy, buying houses is actually a good decision and, you know, kind of give them tips for the future, uh, that there are many ways that you can manage your finance so that you're not scared. Because mm-hmm. I feel like, you know, how... Honestly, in America, we have a large, large amount of people renting. Mm-hmm. Even though, of course, we don't want that. We want everybody to be able to own the house. But still, a lot of people are still renting. And if you don't manage your finance, when you grow older, I feel like the dollar, the U.S. dollars, is losing its value. Mm-hmm. And if you don't know how to manage it, it's kind of you really wasting your money. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, because nowadays America has created many affordable plans for people to kind of be easier to own homes nowadays, mm-hmm. not like before. You know, before like 2000, I mean, 1971, the interest rate used to be like 15, 16%. And that's crazy, crazy high. I think you know? one of the one of the biggest problems is that we're not taught financial yeah. Liter- yeah. Like literacy. Cool. Yeah, you guys never are never taught. I mean, it's the same thing to Vietnam, you know, same thing to everywhere, basically, because uh, I I think personally, I think it's not, of course, everyone, we we, we all want the education system to be better. Right. Everyone yeah. talk about it on social media, like mm-hmm. our education system is so bad, blah, 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 blah. But at the same time, when if you look at life, like there's so many people, all, all the parents, they have to go to work, mm-hmm. doing the same thing, the same type of job. And like 90 percent of the jobs are still there is because we still have the things for them to do, such as. 
burning trash, managing mm-hmm. waste, you know, those kind of jobs still have to maintain for the people, for all the human who are alive to be able to have jobs. So it's yeah. kind of hard for us to just kind of change the schooling system right away because it's going to mess everything up. Well, and I think like, kids like are so smart and then everybody else lose their job because, you know, how you see robots and technology yeah. already so advanced, you know? Yeah, I think that maybe, um, you know, and you talk about the fact that we are all living these, you know, busy lives. Yeah, there it does have to be the people out there doing the waste management and and all of those things, you know, those kind of jobs do exist and they need to be done but um there's a problem when it comes to how you know and these people are are you know doing for instance waste management you know maybe they're a single parent which is a lot of cases today is a lot of people are single parents and they're working 40 to 60 hours a week they don't have the time to really focus on you know going to going to the PTA meetings and going to the school and figuring out what are they teaching my kids? Are they teaching my kids to be financially literate? And it's just, we we created this system of neglect and it's unfortunate, (laughs) but I'm also, I'm also, I'm always hopeful because we have the internet and we have the ability, you know, if you do want to learn something, you yeah. can learn it. It's there. Yeah, nowadays, everything so, is on YouTube. There are yeah. always online classes for you. And I know, I know, you know, probably for you and and Kwong, like and me, like there's so much online that I've learned. Like I have so many passions that I can always just pull up the the internet and learn. <laughs> that's that's why I, that's how I've learned how to do all of this. And yeah, yeah, same to us. Like everything is so interesting. It's fun, you know. And yeah, I think it definitely change the whole world in such a quick way. It's like in one note. <laughs> yeah, and and it's it's available for us. So like that, you know, we can always talk about the doom and gloom. We can always talk about how everything is going wrong, but there is so much that is going right. There's so much to be excited about. There's so much to be positive about. And it's just, you know, like we were talking about before, what kind of energy do you want to put into it? Do you want to put negative energy or positive energy? If we Mm -hmm. can all learn to put positive energy into these things and, and learn and, and teach ourselves and teach each other, we can have a beautiful planet, you know, it's, it's, it's all right here in our fingertips. It's all ready for us to receive. We just have to open our minds and receive it. Yeah. It's already, the universe is already giving you a lot, you know, Mm -hmm. like just alone, the creative force, like the rain comes down and then you have all the food that you don't really have to do anything at all and it's all there already yeah you know life kind of just provides itself yeah it's it's beautiful (laughs) so um what um if um 
people want to, would you, would you suggest people getting like into like, we'll talk about like later on, we'll talk about, you know, if people need your assistance, if they need your help, they can always come to you. But would you encourage people to get into real estate? Is that something that, you know, it would probably benefit a lot of people? Are you talking about real estate investing or real estate profession? Um, in uh, both. I mean, I don't know how much you know about like the investment well, side, but but we can talk about both. Okay. So you know, real estate investing, yes, one hundred percent, because real estate, I feel like it is the most deadly uh, type of uh, type of investment. There are stocks, there are cryptos. Yes, if you really know how to do it, know how to manage it, yes, you can make money. But again, that money, you cannot transfer that into a property. Mm-hmm. Some, you know, without kind of transferring and doing all the work and make that to, you know, move that money into like a bank and then loan it back and things like that to buy a property. So if you really know how to salvage the crypto and all that stuff, great mm-hmm. but i feel like everyone at the end you're still gonna want a house for yourself you want a place for yourself no matter how big how small but at least having one then first of all you you're not paying for somebody's house right of course you know the richer and the stronger and the, the bigger they always want to develop. They always want to make new apartments, bigger buildings. I'm not going to get into that, you know, but it really depends on how you want to live your life. Like, because honestly, all of us nowadays, there's so many information, so much noise. Mm-hmm. And if you don't, I feel like every one of us need to have at least like a quiet place. Not too, not too quiet. It's okay, but at least you kind of have your own space. So having just one house or having just one place for yourself, I think is still good, you know. Um, but for those who are like older and they kind of like to live in like a community, I've been seeing trends right. that they into like fancy and luxury apartments. You know, so it's really kind of fit into how you want. But all of those people, they already have their own investment. Yeah. You know, they are, they are comfortable enough to move into that kind of lifestyle. You know, mm. those are like luxury apartments. They have like grocery store right down on the first level. They have like private entry into, you know, those uh, grocery stores. And, you know, everything is convenient to them. And You kind of see that popping up in, like, these um, kind of gentrified areas of urban cities like Dallas. Like, you kind of start seeing, you know, they'll they'll build those. They'll build, you know, um, these condominiums with the grocery stores on the bottom. And and it's it's almost like it's tricking people into a luxury that they're not, that's like retirement style, you know, that's like at the end of your life. Like, I don't, I don't think that's so much like we need that as young people. I think this, but, and we're missing out on actually buying property and like, 
that kind of investment. We're being tricked into these luxury lives instead mm-hmm. of the real luxury would to be owning your own property. Well, you know, so for those luxury life, uh, those that are selling those apartment units, that is their niche and that's, that is their market. So, that's you know, their job. Mm-hmm. so you have to know where you're at. That's it. Yeah. You just have to know where you're at. Yeah. At the end of the day, and we all yeah. have our place here, you know. Yeah. Um, just don't spend all of your money. Honestly, I always think don't spend all of your money to buy such a fancy car, but not save that to buy a property. Because mm-hmm. uh, a car is just a tool, really. Yeah, yeah. It's, 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 um, uh, it's, it is just a tool. It's supposed to get you from A to B. It's yeah. supposed to, you know, you get get you to the job where you can make the money to to you know buy your property it doesn't have to have seat warmers and it doesn't have to be right when you buy a car as soon as you drive out of the dealership it's already you know you already it's already lost value yes but for a home historically okay it doubled the price every 10 years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So it's always good to get in sooner, better yeah. than later. Is that, yeah. um, is that kind of what you would, so what would you tell somebody who is been renting their whole life? And we, I mean, we know, I know I'm still renting. I can, I can say that I, I haven't been in a position exactly to start to buy a property. I've kind of um, I'm learning a lot and it's it might take a little bit more time. We all have our own journey. But if you're going to talk to someone like me who's been renting their whole life and renting is not bad. Renting, it takes out a lot of responsibilities you know, you when you buy a house, you have to maintain the house. Mm-hmm. You do have to take care of your AC. You do have to cut your grass. You do have to, you know, here and there once in a while. But you get more privacy. You get your money saved. And you have your own place. And, and, and you know, so financially, it is smart for you because we do have to be realistic. We, we are alive. And, you know, it, it, what they say, like, don't, don't, don't hate the, hate the game. Don't hate the player. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And don't hate the player because the player, they know what it is. They know mm-hmm. the laws. They know the rules to salvage it. Yeah. You know, so you don't it's have also, to. Be- I think there's um it, having your own, like owning something. There's a sense of pride there's a sense of ownership and there's that it produces a feeling within you that you're doing the right thing and that you have worked hard for something. That's a great feeling that you've achieved something and that you own something, you take pride in it and you want to treat it right. And you want it, you want to, you know, mow the lawn because it's yours. Too much of the reason. Mm-hmm. Because honestly, renting, it really frees you from oh, yeah. a lot of things. Uh, so it has its points. It has its great points. But the only thing that I would say owning a property would be kind of 
be a big point for me would be the privacy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like the privacy, like I used to rent too. You know, I we never we didn't think about buying at all when we were living at the old place, the place that you went to, you came mm-hmm. by. Yeah, never thought about buying property as well. But once we already did. And we realize how much privacy, how much more privacy that we have. And we kind of be able to really enjoy more, you know, because like, I don't know, it, it might be just me. But then like, I, I would rather kind of have my own little backyard, I would say. Right. Sit there and no one really looking at me. I can right. look I can, you know, that's just one thing about buying property that I would say is the biggest point for me. What about financially, like when, com- like renting compared to yes. having a mortgage? Oh my God, it's not much of a difference at all. Mm-hmm. Especially when you are the first time home buyer, you can put down only like three point five percent. Yeah, or maybe five percent to buy yeah. a home and like and like you when you're renting you're actually paying for their homes and you for and you already paying your for their property tax as well so let's say that that place that you went to we were when renting it at like i mean we we I would say that we pay around the same price owning a house. Okay. Yeah. And do you have more space now and privacy? Yeah, the, only, yeah, the only more the the more the fees that we kind of have to add on yeah. would be just maintaining the yard, but like maintaining it, it kind of gives you the enjoyment too. Mm-hmm. It's cheap, you know. You only have to pay for the guy to cut the grass. Or and then every the now and then, you know, maybe you have like a plumbing issue and that's your responsibility yeah. to call the plumber. Yeah. And, yeah. and you just if if it's like really, really old house, like so, so old. Right. You scared that the plumbing is going to be so bad. It's going to be stuck, blah, 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 blah. Honestly, I can tell you, you can hire a professional. Mm-hmm. They can go into like to your plumbing system. They can clear everything out. Yeah. Like. I, I really admire how America, like we do, and when we build, we do have a great system when we do yeah. uh, on buildings and stuff like that. So, and then it's like, then, then when you, you know, say you have the plumber come out and, you know, fix the old system and renew it, that says that new system is going to last another 10, 15 years so that you don't have to worry about it, you so, know? Back in the day, when they used to build the plumbing system with the uh, the cup, cast iron, yeah, pipes like and stuff, thing, that would be bad. But like mm-hmm. nowadays, you can change it to like the new plastic, PVC. and it will last you for like hundreds or hundreds of years. You know, yeah. but you don't have to. Honestly, yeah. you don't have to. I'm actually I'm in property management now, uh, yeah. and uh, and so. Um, a lot of the buildings that we manage are a lot older from like the thirties and forties uh, to thirties. They're older and they are on that old cast iron pipe system. And there's a lot of problems, but once you switch over to the, the newer, you know, PVC um, yeah. style, those problems just disappear. Um, yeah. 
the last but, few hundred years. Yeah. And so, I mean, yeah, you are going to get into that when you're buying property. You are going to come across those things. But like you said, you take care of it and then you then it's it's done. You've already taken care of it. It's kind of like when when you're cleaning the house, you just kind of dump the the uh, toilet paper dissolution in there. Like just once in a while, like it's not it's not much at all. No, no. Like, I mean, every now and then, you know, put some Drano down in the pipes, make sure it's just being conscious of those things. And yeah, yeah. like I said, like this is your property. This is your home. Love it. You know, love it, treat it right, and it'll treat you right. You know, it's just kind of, it's that, that kind of philosophy can take you so far in life with so many things. You treat things right, and they'll treat you right in return. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. So let's, um, let's say, I mean, we've kind of, uh, we've gone on for a while. Let's talk about, you know, what you know if if there's anybody in my audience who could use your help you know i i do want to highlight the fact that you are in this business and you're doing great like i've seen you online people can follow you on tiktok i mean i love those videos that you're making that's i love that so much but also you're you're helping people and you're helping them get into a home and something that they can be happy about and, you know, if you could reach out to people, you know, what would you tell them about, you know, how you can help them in their situation? Mm, well, just, you know, uh, just book a consultation with me and anything that I can help you with, I will answer. But just kind of get your financial straight, uh, have some saving. And before you get into buying properties, I can refer you to people that can help you like tell you like how much you need to save, what is going to be your game plan. Um, If your credit is slow, then we have people that can repair your credit, get you where you need to be. And so that you have the whole game plan to be ready before you buy the property. That's really good. That's really good that you offer like, or at least you have those kind of connections. And, you know, you know, a lot of people aren't really. Yeah, a lot of people don't know they need to get ready because if your credit is bad, then you will have a higher rate. You Mm -hmm. can still buy properties. It's not that you can't. But if we will want to see how urgent or how quick you want to get get into a property you want to buy a property then we'll create like a game plan for you but also like that that helps so much because you don't want people you don't want to get into a situation that you can't handle or you can't afford and that that process before buying the property building up your your credit like you said and then you know making sure that you are financially ready to make this kind of investment having a team help you get into that place so that it's an easier transition and it's not so hard like that's beautiful that's so if people need to you know contact you and you know get get started whether they're ready to buy or whether they need some help because they're thinking about buying um how would they get a hold of you uh let's put that in the comment below okay 
but they, they can also email me at tnrealestateus at gmail.com. Okay. Yeah. And we'll put that there as well. Um, and like I mentioned your TikTok videos, they're, they're great. I love them. Like you're, I, I want you to keep doing that. Like just, that, yeah. I mean, and they're full of good information. Like they're, they're entertaining. They're cute. They're they're but they're, you also learn like you're, you're teaching people. And so yeah. um, what's, what's the TikTok if they want to follow you? Uh, TikTok is uh, Trixie real estate. Simply put, and we'll put that in the description as well. Um, anywhere else where they can find you on Instagram or on Instagram, Trixie T, uh, the letter T, Trixie T win. Okay. My last name. And yeah, we'll... I can all of that in the comments. Yeah, sweet. Um, well, this is great. Um, I think that we kind of, I think we touched on everything. We touched on the spiritual stuff. Uh, which was a conversation that we've needed to have for a long time um, and also highlighted what you're doing, um, helping people out. And I think for me personally, that's kind of what I want to do. I want to help spread the love, you know, like take what you're doing and give it to the people, help other people find you, support you, build you up and tell you that you're doing exactly what you need to be doing and it's beautiful and i thank you so much for joining now, me. if if i can help you in any way at all and i really i really am honored uh, to be invited on your show mm-hmm. and i wish you all the best thank you so thank much you and i'm gonna come see y'all very soon after like i i uh, told kwang after the holidays because right now uh things are just crazy you know, so with work and then also I have to go see family and my family lives out of town. So um, once once everything kind of settles back down, I'm going to come see y'all. I want to see what he's got set up and I want to hear some new music, too. Awesome. I want to hear some. Yeah, I, I know he's got some stuff that he's been hiding, so I want to see it. All right. All right. We'll talk to you later. OK, thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye.